0: In the Electoral College. In 1800, that slave bonus gave Thomas Jefferson more than the eight votes that provided his margin of victory over John Adams in the Electoral College. Not only did that bonus determine the outcome of that presidential election, but it also affected the work of Congress in the ensuing years when the interests of slave states and free states differed. The procedures for amending the Constitution set forth in Article 5 have been successfully employed only eighteen times during the nation's history. On the first occasion, the Ten Amendments, often described as the Bill of Rights, were all adopted at once. They place specific limits on the powers of the new central government. Thus, the First Amendment begins with the command that, "'Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion.' The preamble to the Second Amendment states that a well-regulated militia is necessary to the security of a free state. And the Third Amendment protects homeowners from the quartering of soldiers in time of peace. The Fourth Amendment protects individuals from unreasonable searches and seizures. The Fifth Amendment, appropriately, includes five separate guarantees. One— the right to indictment by a grand jury in felony or capital cases, two, protection against self-incrimination, or three, double jeopardy, four, the right not to be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, and five, the right to just compensation when property is taken for public use. The Sixth Amendment protects the right to a prompt and public trial the right to confront hostile witnesses, and the right to a lawyer. The Seventh Amendment protects the right to a jury trial in civil cases, and the Eighth Amendment prohibits excessive fines and cruel and unusual punishments. The Ninth Amendment provides that the enumeration of specific rights in the Constitution shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people and the Tenth Amendment provides that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. It is undisputed that when they were adopted, the first Ten Amendments applied only to the Federal Government and placed no limits on the powers of the states. Only two additional amendments were adopted prior to the Civil War. The Eleventh Amendment was a response to the Court's decision in February of 1793 to accept jurisdiction of an action against the state of Georgia brought by a citizen of South Carolina named Chisholm to recover the price of military supplies sold to the state during the Revolutionary War. The amendment precludes federal jurisdiction over cases against a state brought by citizens of another state. Some critics of the Chisholm decision, who believe that the common law doctrine of sovereign immunity should have foreclosed the suit, have argued that the fact that the amendment was adopted so promptly proves that the court's decision came as a shock to the nation, which believed that the framers had left intact the sovereign immunity of the states for these types of suits. In fact, however— The amendment that was ultimately adopted was not proposed until March fourth, 1794, more than a year after the Chisholm case was decided, and more than eleven additional months elapsed before it was ratified. In contrast to that two-year deliberative process, the interval between the proposal of December ninth, 1803, of the Twelfth Amendment, which significantly revised the Electoral College procedures used to elect the President, and its ratification on June 15th, 1804 was just a few days more than 6 months. President Abraham Lincoln played a major role in persuading Congress to propose the 13th Amendment on January 31st, 1865. That amendment, which abolished slavery, was not ratified by the states until December 6th, well after his assassination on Good Friday in 1865. The Fourteenth Amendment, which awarded citizenship to the former slaves, was opposed by President Andrew Johnson and not ratified until July 9, 1868. That amendment was immensely important, not only because it granted African-American citizenship, but also because it imposed on the states a federal duty to govern impartially. It provided that no state may deprive any person of life, liberty, or property. without.